Hello and welcome to the Politically Frustrated and one of our first many daily updates. So let's get right into it. Today is your daily update for Friday the 19th of March. So let's get right into some UK news. First of all, we are going to talk about the whole situation surrounding Nicola Sturgeon and the pressure that she is facing upon resign, on the need to resign because of the result of the committee hearing that found that she had lied about knowledge about the behaviour of Alex Salmond when it came to multiple women. As as a result, there have been calls within Holyrood to for her resignation or even a vote of no confidence. But as the Scottish elections are on the horizon Many analysts, as such as myself, do not see the election, the election proceeding, or her resignation proceeding the election, to cause the imbalance going to the voting booths and on voting day as well. So, but what do you think? Do you think Nicola Sturgeon should resign, or are you on the side of her? seeking the stability for the SNP and for Scotland in general going into the elections. Talking about another election, we are talking about the Hartlepool by-election. For The former MP for Hartlepool um, was accused of uh, sexual misconduct and sexual assault uh, uh, earlier in 2019. He, he denied these allegations. But as of um, a civil a civil hearing being called into his behaviour, he has res- he resigned earlier this week with immediate effect, and this has triggered one of the most important by elections that will see Keir Starmer, Keir Starmer and his Labour Party first be tested in electoral waters. And will be a direct mood of how that red wall area of the country is feeling in a Johnsonian era. Um, an update on the candidate that liver that um Hartlepool are putting up. They are putting up a former MP in in the regional scene, Paul Williams, and they hope that the experience will lead them to another electoral win. However, because of the very small majority the the previous MP had of 3,500, the the Conservatives see this seat as a highly winnable seat, especially with Hartlepool's position on Brexit being that of leaving. And as a result, this will make for a very important by-election that will most likely define the very first era of the Starmer versus Johnson battle. On to some US news. Um, Joe Biden has clearly benefited off the boost of the $1.9 trillion stimulus. And how and how this has pushed him forward into suggesting new and ambitious 
um, vaccine targets to therefore boost the morale of the nation and to put the nation into a somewhat more unified stance towards the coronavirus pandemic pandemic and especially this is can be backed up with 72% of Americans agreeing with Joe Biden's current coronavirus policy agenda now moving on um Joe Biden also announced recently that he will raise corporate tax from 21% at the federal level to 28%. And um, this is in the means to combat um, Donald Trump's tax cuts in 2017. And these will probably be one of many measures. Also, a further increase on on individuals who have an income of over 400,000 US dollars um, was announced. But with, without um, further Republican support, and in, for those big um, economic and fiscal policy changes, um, you would need a 60-seat uh, um, majority in the Senate for that reform to pass. However, because of the divided nature of the Senate um, and how every Republican, especially on economic issues, w- would vote on party lines this kind of reform is kind of futile and unless there there is filibuster reform this will not be able to get through talking about filibuster reform um the much heated topic of u.s senate politics at the moment um there have been discussions on whether to to outright remove the filibuster which has traditionalists in both parties or or both right-wing leaning sides of both parties because of the tradition of the filibuster however um, when asked about this Joe Biden didn't say he wanted to remove the uh, the democratic idea of the filibuster but make sure that to enact the process of the filibuster that it would be as hard as the Founding Fathers intended it to be, with the constant speaking for 24 hours, rather than the actual notion of signing a piece of paper saying, I am in a period of filibuster. That being said, let's move on to some European politics. Um, as of yesterday, France has announced a new four-week lockdown, Prime Minister Jean Castex has said that he would be hopeful that this lockdown targeted of the Ile-de-France area and more of the north of France would combat the the starting rising cases in those areas. Um, And this, again, with European coronavirus policy, this also links back to um, how this whole issue of blood clots made sure that there was this anti-AstraZeneca sentiment going around in Europe and the and the Oxford vaccine, the AstraZeneca vaccine, has been suspended on all European fronts. 
um, until further investigation proves otherwise. And this, this again, proves vaccine nationalism. And one question that I'd like to pose to you, the listener, um, or, um, is what do you think about na- uh, vaccine nationalism? Please leave a comment and we'll start a very meaningful debate. Um, moving on to Germany now, um, a very devastating week and a half for the CDU. Uh, they've lost ground in regional elections, um, those regional elections being uh, in the Rhineland and Baden, and those were lost to a surging left wing um, in in those areas, especially with the Greens and the SDU. Um, com- in combined both areas, the CDU only managed to average out at 29% of the vote, with the um, SDU achieving 34% in the Rhine, in the Rhineland area, and as a result, showing that in the run-up to the very important, important Chancellor elections, that the German centrist movement is kind of collapsing, and a move towards more defined ideological ideas with the alternative for Deutschland, the the more national populist, or even even the established left wing with the Greens and even the Social Democrats is really showing. And the splinter in German centrist politics is definitely coinciding with this idea that this government is slowly losing its control. Talking about its loss of control, what one would automatically assume that the new allegations against the German government of, of the PPE scandal would would suggest that the confidence in government isn't there. If if you don't know about the German PPE scandal, um it it has it has been alleged that the German government took very, very questionable contracts in the making of face masks in Azerbaijan. As of this moment, we do not have any further details, but st- uh, but stick around to um, to the politically frustrated to learn to learn more about everything going on in politics. And on that note, I've been Ter Rogier and. I would just like to remind you to follow the Politically Frustrated on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at Fostrap Politique. Um, it's been a ple- pleasure being with you. If you listen to this on audio or, or you watched us on YouTube, thank you and goodbye.